0: Well, hello there.
1: Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage.
0: And welcome to the Martini Lounge
1: with Jonathan and Sergey. Welcome back to the Martini Lounge. Oh, it's my
0: favorite part of a Friday is kicking back with my best friend and a drink and Mm -hmm. then... You know, hanging out with celebrities. <laughs> That's a, well, that too. That's everybody's That's Friday night, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, kick back and we just get to relax. Listen, we know it's been a long week yeah. for us, for you, whenever you're listening to this, whether it be Friday or mm-hmm. sometime to celebrate. You your know weekend.
1: what? You kind of have to celebrate um, the first Friday of every week. I think so. And here we are celebrating the first Friday of every week. I know.
0: I love it. I'm just slightly distracted as a cute guy is walking by outside the window. Sorry. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) Spring is in full swing here. (laughs) It is. It's coming out. So So that means
1: all the shirtless runners come out. Short shorts. Bare naked runners sometimes. Just run love in the it. streets. And let's be
0: groups that um, I do not run with them, but I appreciate <laughs> watching them. I just it's get a sport, my, nonetheless. Get my cocktail out, yeah. some popcorn, yeah, and then I, I just put up the lawn chair. It's fine. It's fine. It's a beautiful uh, thought in my head.
2: Anyways, yes. it
0: is. Listen, we love the Marching mm-hmm. Lounge. It's going to be a very fun show. Of course, Woo! we are welcoming very special guest, comedian, actor. <sighs> Singer, songwriter, composer, Margaret Cho Mm. is going to be on today's show, and I'm really excited. She's nothing but lovely. I've been in love with this woman since I was like in my 20s. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw her live the first time in Bellingham, Washington. Wow.
1: She's. Amazing, she is. Yeah, why wow, you saw her live? I did not I did. know that. I've seen her. I'm like sure you said that to me before. I think. so Yeah, because we've talked to Margaret before, and you <laughs> well, yeah. bring it up every time. I I'm do. Sure. I need her to know how much I love her. <laughs> what I'm excited
0: is, as always, we love yep. bringing celebrities on, on into the Martini Lounge because yeah. everybody is
1: relaxed, it's, and we yeah. just talk about, and we're uncensored. Exactly. So. You just sit back. You kind of have I'm, a drink with us. I know. Yeah.
0: And the great thing about uncensored is mm. Margaret basically is always just. In her life, she cusses like a sailor,
1: I and love that, that is my favorite kind well, and of. And she's not person. afraid because of why going places yeah, in her exactly. in
0: her comedy in her life. I mean, she, she lets pushes cameras, the envelope. She yeah. pushes the envelope. She goes too far. Mm-hmm. And so, what is an interesting thing is there's there's two schools of thought when you are in media and all of the different uh, people we get to talk mm-hmm. to, they they go differently. We talk to Hal Sparks, who I love. Hal Sparks in his personal life is extremely private.
2: Um, yes he he only gives a
0: little bit and he's really good at that he's got boundaries down and i know that's healthy i don't know what they are (laughs) but no but he's really good at that and then there are people who maybe are a little more free margaret is very transparent in her Mm -hmm. comedy Mm -hmm. she talks about her family i mean that's what she built a lot of it yeah a lot of her comedy up on but she also talks about sex and she talks Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. uh, equal rights for women and for the gays and i mean she she is not i mean she had a tour called uh you know revolution Mm-hmm. That she's not afraid to be in your face and, and very honest be, yeah. about what she yeah. thinks. That's a whole other school of thought. Some people think that's way too open.
1: Right. And, you know, some people, especially comedians and and, and actors, I feel like sometimes they want to not touch on politics or not touch on those right. kind of controversial well, issues because it can be safer for their career. Well, everyone, look at but... some of the backlash that happened during the election.
0: Yes. I mean, you have someone like Nicole Kidman who, who makes a statement that was taken as pro-Trump and oh, just the media. I mean, the internet melted down. Now we all know, if you listen to us at all, definitely not pro Trump. But I could, <laughs> yeah. uh, I could feel for her because, first of all, it was a very innocuous statement that mm-hmm. wasn't really forceful about how you know you gotta vote for this man. But it did backfire in her face. I think right. she's an amazing actress. Right. So that was hard to watch, mm-hmm. you know. But I think. You know, Meryl Streep, who we support 120,000 percent, is the other direction. We support her, but she gets backlash, too, for being too open about that. And she's private.
1: Exactly. But she makes those statements because, I don't know, for her to be private but still know when to speak up is important. And I think that's the key is know when you should be private or when you are comfortable with being private and when you're... Well, you know, required to stand up because it is your responsibility at some point as an artist. Right. I think I believe so, that. too. I believe
0: yeah. that if you're given a platform, you should mm-hmm. use it for, for things you believe in. Right?
1: Here's the thing, and we'll, talk to,
0: we'll be talking to Margaret about a lot of this as well. Um, we are, you know, as you look, you know, I like to think I'm on the level of Meryl. I mean, just next week we're <laughs> going to be shooting a movie. <laughs> okay. No, but as you do your public life, what is your approach now like in this very beginning of doing mm-hmm. all these shows that we're doing what's your your approach now to how how
1: open and and free are you with your personal life for public my personal assumption. life yeah i th- i think i'm I, I mean i'm an open book ask me and i'll tell you kind of thing yeah um i don't have any uh, skeletons to hide in, if there are I mean I'll just display them yeah, out in the I window don't. during Halloween yeah. it's fine <laughs> right? like, I know I keep telling people if you want to find something yeah. you, you're gonna but that's on you yeah. Yeah. Me, so. <laughs> exactly like there's there's some shit back <laughs> not there not sorry about like, it it's just a thing mm, not trying to hide it right. it's just there right. Right. so I think that um, for me at least being open even though um, some people in my life might not appreciate it um right you oh, know yeah. that's, that's 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 just the how other I, thing. I go there are other people yeah right and when you and that's the thing is being in the public and having either you know friendships or relationship or family mm-hmm. a lot of the times they don't want that right publicity. they don't want to so, be collateral damage to exactly. your exactly so you kind of have to find the boundaries so my personal life is always out there but if it touches someone else it, right. it, it's a little gray area right um what about for you jonathan I
0: struggle with this daily. So I've been, you know, doing something Mm -hmm. one way or the other, Mm -hmm. definitely on on my own Mm -hmm. level. Um, But I've been in projects and in media for 20 years. Right. And I have been accused many a time, or I've been approached many a time and said, why do you talk about such personal things when I'm on stage? And I do tend to do that. I mean, my... And I do it because I feel like if there's something horrible that I've gone through, if I can share it and maybe help someone else with what mm-hmm. they're the going through, I figured that's a thing. But I will tell you, I have questioned many times, as well as many of my therapists, <laughs> questioned <laughs> that of my boundaries. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I right. I, I am an open book, and I like that, and mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say the only thing where I. I'm with you that I I can be, but I feel like it's my same rules in friendship. Right. If a friend shares something with me that's about right. them, that it's a secret and it's something that they needed yes. your support with. Well, that's nobody. I mean, it you doesn't don't share. Matter. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not on stage. I'm not going to yeah. tell my friend over here because you don't do that. And I think I just use that mm-hmm. as my thing. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, everything else in my life.
1: Oh yeah, has it's, been, it's is open out knowledge. there. You know right. what I mean? Well, and you're. I feel like you're a lot more, I guess, public about things than I am. But. For me, it's like, if you, if it's brought up, I'm going to tell you, but I don't, right. I, I, I mean, you're on Facebook all the time. I I'm am. on Facebook once every decade. Yeah. And it's, it's Facebook that kind of. Your Facebook is mostly our stuff. Right. Exactly. You know, and i
0: You're really good at, mm-hmm. you know, my personal. Right. I will tell you
1: when I'm having yeah. coffee. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You. you all the time. It, it's an actual thing if you tell people. Yeah. You know what's funny is somebody the other day. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I, I came. Got, I, yeah. I got off of work and they're like, "Hey, are you free right now?" I'm like, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "Oh my God, you're having." Co- Coffee with Jonathan he just posted about it I'm like <laughs> I mean I'm seeing him but I wasn't there with coffee but thank you right right thank exactly <laughs>
0: oh that's right I was looking at Jonathan's page and yep. that was you yeah <laughs> and that is a thing you know my um, a long time ago my personal life really just mm-hmm. became my my mm-hmm. career or the things right. I, I right. pursued and I, I'm gonna be first say I I'm not gonna tell you whether that's healthy or not I don't know for me it works and for everybody else, so and yeah. it is fascinating every time we have someone new on the lounge, or any time right. during the the previous radio show that we had, they all have a different approach mm-hmm. to what they think is okay. How out loud do you live, you know? And right. I don't right. think one way is better than the other. Mm-hmm. You know, because I hey, mm-hmm. you, if you are a celebrity and you want your privacy, you you serve your privacy. That's okay. Yeah. Now don't get crazy right. if someone took your picture because that's just the price. <laughs> you know, you're famous. Yeah, yeah but I get that. it, and I get it. If you if you want to be more like I have mm-hmm. a lot of respect for Hal Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, I he's just an amazing, so smart, right. passionate right. man. But I respect that he wants these things are off limits. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. going in when you're going to talk to Hal Sparks, and then you know. He's very opinionated about the, the things like politics. So right. So right. he knows specifically where his boundaries are. Yeah. I think that you have very healthy boundaries. I, I, um, uh,
1: thank you. I would like to think so.
0: I don't know. I wasn't talking about your personal life.
1: Oh, okay. Let's bring that in here. You're good. I don't know. I just don't think that I like to announce to the world kind of what's going on, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm okay with the world knowing is what it sure. is, you know? It's yeah. not like a, hey, guys, look at me. Like, I'm not you, honey. No, right. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have my own newspaper. It's true. Uh-huh, the I want to read that. The Jonathan Times. Here you go. See, but it works for you. But for me, I feel right. like if I were to announce every single time or, or even say, hey... I'm doing this right now, kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's it has to be big enough for me to to say something. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It has to be an actual thing. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you know, like, hey, we just performed here. Boom. Right. No, Guys,
0: see, I'm going to be. Here, I respect you know? that so much. I will look at you sometimes, and I will look at the way you kind of traverse this, and I mm-hmm. think, hmm, I wish maybe I was I could do more <laughs> like that. That is not has not been my life in, yeah. in 20 years, yeah. and I'm really probably not going to change a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is fascinating to watch others approach. Now, Margaret who we're going to be talking to, Margaret Cho, she puts everything as an art form for mm-hmm. her. She has done TV shows where they follow her, they follow her family right. on the one she did on MTV, I believe uh, was the reality type show that she did. She, on stage, she, her last tour, uh, yeah. there's no I in team, but there is a Cho in Psycho. She, it was so personal to her that she uh, donated vials of her blood to an artist and the artist created the stage art out of her own blood. I mean it is very she is very much this is it. All yep. of me. There you go. Yep. I'm interested very artistic. I think mm-hmm. Life probably creates the type of people that we are mm-hmm. to do those things. And my life I think has created this way open book. Um in her life I'm interested and listen, if you know anything about Margaret Cho, her growing up years in San Francisco, were crazy. And, right. you know, that probably
1: right. mm-hmm. gave something to that as well. Yeah. Well, and I think that being very open and very public, I mean, it, both of them are almost a defense strategy, I yeah. think, yeah. because being open, you have everything out there. You can't call yeah. me on any shit because it's all yeah. out there. it's right. Go yeah. ahead because I already I said it. call
0: it the Madonna. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the Madonna exactly. effect because she's, listen, this is all of yeah. me. I'm over the top sexual. Right. Right, You know, so what are you going to call on me? Nothing is going to yeah, And yet I'm in okay her personal life, yeah. she, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people don't realize that she's a little shyer. She keeps right. to herself. Right. And she's <clears throat> she had, she said in interviews, there are two different personas that I, that I have. But the truth is, I do let it all. There
1: well, you go. But I'm a boring <laughs> house mom at home. <laughs> You honestly, know? honestly, I, feel, I, I think we can kind of resonate with that because yeah. that's how it goes. I mean, yeah. on, on air or, or you're out doing something, you right. do have kind of that public persona. And at home, you, you do turn it off a little bit. Oh, goodness, because um, I'm exhausting. Yeah, because... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you're extra. And, right, All I'm extra. It. When I'm out on the
0: town, I am supermodel. Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, I am just a plus-size model. <laughs> it's, this is the difference. <laughs> I'm sitting yes. there with my pasta, plus-size model. Yeah, just
1: saying. Netflix, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, we're all human beings. You recharge. You recharge your (laughs) battery. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Yeah. in some way. And I'm curious to find out from Margaret how she recharges. I am too. It's everybody kind of needs that. Some people, it is just going out and being with people. Just right. you have to well, be out in the public, that's their recharge. And I can say that, that f- sometimes for me, that is true. Oh, but, it does work for you, you know. Really sometimes well. I just need a nap. I know, honey. Yeah. I just need a nap. <laughs> all right, sometimes I need a cave. <laughs> I yeah. need to just like a bear,
0: I need to go in my cave mm-hmm. and hibernate. Mm-hmm. Yes, but That'll I will find this sometimes I don't feel like going out, mm-hmm. don't. And yet, if for whatever reason I'm supposed to, it does the energy I
1: get off of people, and then I just it's great. Yeah, I feel yeah. like okay. Here's my little psychoanalysis okay. of you. Oh, is oh that, God. I know. Is that, you, I mean, we both Many know you're, you're both an introvert and extrovert. You're kind of that combination of the two. Yes. But when you go out, I feel like you just you just hard, harvest all this energy because you can and mm-hmm. you have that skill, but that's not your preferred way. No. I think that no. you like to be at home I do. and you're kind of a homebody. If but I could when read you're books out, and yeah, yeah exactly. I be... do gardening. But when you... I you're would out, be you make a British
0: house mom. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Please, I love people, but exactly, I do, and I will exactly. say it's we've had this discussion mm-hmm. before. It's the mm-hmm. difference between performing for a camera right. and performing for an audience. Right, um, the, you don't get energy from the camera, and mm-hmm. you have to get it from your fellow performers. Mm-hmm. You get it from something inside mm-hmm. you, and it delivers a different performance. It does, but yeah. when you're in front of an audience, that that electric. Right. kind of, especially when it's a good audience and you're mm-hmm. feeling on your game, that exchange of energy, there's nothing like that. Exactly. And, and it just, makes live... I love live. Fun. I love right. live. Me too. Right. Like, my my goal for us is right. I would love to do, every once in a while, do a live martini lounge show. At a martini lounge. Just At a martini my, lounge. Beautiful. We, Margaret comes to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, that's what... That's that my will day. happen. It I will happen. I you. Because it changes...
1: The energy. Well, even, I think they both have great absolutely. things to them, but yeah. Absolutely. Even having an interview in person and over the phone oh, is yeah. two completely different things because, you know, I mean, they're both great, but you, you don't get that same yeah. kind of eye-to-eye energy transfer. No, there is, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I, it's always been how I feel. It's the difference between going to the studio
0: and recording mm-hmm. an album and being on that stage and mm-hmm. singing. There's that's a side of me that I don't normally get to express. I love the studio because you can like edit and you can like, I can be the perfectionist in (laughs) my head that I am. Yes, on stage, you take
1: what comes. There's, yeah, there's no editing, Mm -hmm. and I love there's something so raw and artistic about that. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I just love good live performances because don't get me wrong, there's some people out there where you're like, don't ever. Ever do live? Please record yourself, auto tune yourself, whatever you need, because you suck as a performer. Yes, yes, you
0: really do. And I hate when they rely on crutches, yeah, like auto tune Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It kills me. Like, part of me would rather you just not, (laughs) be. But here, okay, just go work at
1: Starbucks or something, (laughs) which I have a lot of respect because I work at Starbucks. It takes some skill to get the marketing portion and the connections out there. but it's not as big of a skill as actually. Listen, being a good Brittany. Performer. As much as I that. love your music
0: mm-hmm. and as much as I love your energy, mm-hmm. mm, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I if know. you're gonna, in in her later career, she's still. You know, she has a new album out and everything. Mm-hmm. She still phones in the dancing a lot
1: because she's know. just like, I'm famous. I have five bazillion dollars. I don't need. Here's <laughs> the thing. Don't <laughs> her horrible. dancing is she does a little bit, but the backup dancers yes, are the real are performers. On yeah, and that's fine. But don't rely on them. Honey. I know. You need to be better. Can't rely on pretty forever. We are all getting up there. Exactly, and unless you fork over the same amount that Cher does to look pretty, for real, I mean, it's going. It's going.
0: That's commitment. I don't got that that kind of commitment. So of course we are going to have all of this conversation that Sergey and I have been having with our next amazing guest, Margaret Cho is a definite American myth and a legend, a comedian, singer, songwriter, activist, actor. Basically, she takes shit from no one and speaks out for everyone. She is living proof that you truly can create the life that you want and can do it by your own rules. So to talk about her music, her comedy, and maybe teach us a few lessons on taking life by the balls, we are very excited to welcome Margaret to the Martini Lounge. Margaret Cho, are you on the line?
2: Hi. 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 That's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you already know we, we are in love
1: with you, Madly. We love you so much. Madly.
2: I love you. I love you. That's so nice. I love that. Right? Yes! I,
1: not
0: enough love in this world, I'm just saying. So let's get right into it. I cannot imagine anyone not knowing the name Margaret Cho anymore at all, but how would you describe yourself to a sad soul who hasn't seen your light yet? What would you say to
2: people? Um, well, I'm a comedian. I'm um, an activist. I'm a musician. I am, um, I don't know. You know, there's so many things that I want to do that I, I love to do. And I think that for me it's um, just about um, this expression of, of, like, being a diva and, like, growing into that diva life. Um, uh-huh. So I hope to one day be like, Elizabeth oh, Gerald. That's, like, <laughs> that's my diva goal. <laughs> I feel like halfway there. Um, you know, you got to have, uh, when you're, like, like, a like, like, gay husband who's 20 when you're, like, 80, <laughs> pushing right. around your wheelchair. <laughs> like, you know, to me, that's, like, the true goal. Um, that's where, where I'm get, getting to.
0: I feel Whatever. like we share the same dreams,
1: Margaret. We do. <laughs> no yeah. the,
2: Mar- dream, the dream is it's beautiful.
1: <laughs> it is full color. I love that. Margaret, you've been in the industry for, for so long now, and you've explored all sorts of creative endeavors. I mean, you've had uh, years in music, um, and, and there's a lot of stuff that you haven't done, but is there anything that you've touched on or haven't touched on creatively that you still want to, that you've been thinking about?
2: I want to get deeper into fashion, you know, my job would be up to this world that I always loved, but certainly now, you know, and Melissa Rivers has taught me so much and helped oh. me, I just try to honor Joan, right, and right. Joan was really a fashion icon, you know, the way that uh, she had this, set, this very, such a distinctive style, and, um, yes. You know, I, I, I'm very um, into it. And, and so I'd love to carry on in her um, memory, uh, whether, you know, that is like clothing or for makeup or skincare or something that really is about um, like a very bold style. And, and I'd love to get into that. So that's another kind of creative expression that I, I, I love.
0: Now, have you have you noticed like your so now that you you uh, work with Melissa Rivers closely on the Fashion Police, do you find that it has, it has like affected your your fashion choices that things have changed maybe a That's little?
2: The, yeah. Oh my God. She was like, I now I buy real purses. This is like just <laughs> a big change. No more counterfeit purse, And, you know, it's better for everyone if I don't have a counterfeit purse. But it's like that consciousness of having a real purse right it's, it's so fun so when I, whenever i see her you know i bring a real purse around and she carries it around she's like see see what we did see how we changed you it's so good and it's, it's very much what joan would have wanted
1: right exactly
0: i think you you've you seen make, the light you make joan and melissa proud <laughs> yes. when you walk in with that real Prada,
1: the That's real what's purse. happening
2: uh, they love it and um you know, whenever
1: I wear a good outfit, as mm-hmm. like Melissa
2: likes, she goes, That is so JR. <laughs> it's Rivers. It's so JR. JR. I'm so JR. You're giving me JR.
0: I am so, I'm using that in my life from now on. Joan so, Rivers. You're so JR. You're so JR. Oh, JR. <laughs> I love that. What
2: was River, yes,
0: <laughs> I like that much better. Now uh, we were talking about all the things you you have been able to creatively just try in your career because basically you do what you want, and I love that. Last year you released your second musical album, uh, American Myth, and you added writing music, being a composer, to your singer songwriter moniker. How was that experience compared to Cho Dependent that you had more, even more involvement in your music with the the composing?
2: Uh, I, the, the world of music for me, it's very social and so fun, and um, then to be able to go to the next step and, and compose, um, you know, that that was huge, and Garrison Starr, who uh, helped me on the record, helped me so much with with uh, building bridges in there and, and helping, like, you know, just make the sound full, and um, so, you know, I, I love it, you know, I love um, making music, I will, always do it. It, it it's part of me and um it, you know it, it's fabulous you, you you release your inner gaga when you write your own music
0: oh <laughs> right so true yeah. that's it i'm going to write yeah. some music thank so you <laughs> yeah that's your steps yeah. towards gaga it's yes gaga hood right which is every gay man's dream yeah you yeah. get so. your gaga hood
2: yeah. <laughs> right you know you just get Open up your Gaga sensibility, you know. And then it's very good. Half that egg. There
1: you side. go. I, I I might keep my Gaga a little bit closed, but that, that's okay. Uh, Margaret, uh, you have always open been.
2: Open her up. <laughs> hell yes! Hell you yes! You have
1: always been so fearless in your career, um, be it of subject, uh, be it subject matter, or trying new things. Where does that approach come from? Why Why the fuck are you so fearless? I love it.
2: Thank you. You know, it's really like because I grew up in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. I grew up like around the time of Harvey Milk. I'm really old. Like I remember <laughs> Harvey Milk being, uh, like you know, being elected into the office in of San Francisco and, uh, as a supervisor, and how uh, amazing that was for my dad. Worked um, had a gay bookstore, and so all of the people who worked for him were people who were also worked for Harvey Milk. And oh, so it was very big. It was a very big time. And, and you learn to be very unafraid. It was also the time of Rock Against Reagan, which is, was like yeah. was so many um, shows that were like about protesting, you know, that president. And um, it was huge, you know. And ACT UP was a big thing. Yeah, um, right. Which is, of course, a very, very grassroots, strong activism in, in favor of people with AIDS, with HIV, um, and gay rights, you know. So th- that, that's, like, background. So I think yeah. that it, you know, you get that way when you come from
0: that. Yeah, true. It's in, the, it's in the environment in which we are. I don't think we had the choice to be not fearless in those times, especially if you were even someone in our in the community of the lgbt community or surrounding i think you had to be fearless it was the only way to live mm-hmm. the you know silence equals right. death right yeah right
2: right silence yes. equals death and um scott thompson i think he's in the hall you have a t-shirt that says silence equals quiet <laughs> 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 like and, like but, um, and he also did it. he was doing a tour with sander bernhardt called it gets bitter Oh, it gets, so gets <laughs> it. it gets bitter, honey. It gets oh,
0: for bitter. real. For real. I love it. I love it. So what so would funny. you say that to... Ad- what advice would you give to someone who wants to be more fearless in their life, but they haven't found that way to exercise that muscle? What would you tell them? Well, just the
2: knowledge that we can't afford to be neutral, but that neutrality mm-hmm. is not an option in this. In this time, in this in this era, which yeah. is very fraught with misery and and, and chaos, like it's it's got to have your voice because you yeah. don't have anything uh, else. Like we, we only have our ability to protest, and um, it's more important now than ever. You know, yes. it's so weird, it's so scary. So I definitely think uh, people need to be fearless and and. You know, boundless in their energy and sight.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. And that's, honestly, that's kind of the meaning of life right now. It has to be. has yeah. to be. Right.
0: I think we're back in that area. It's the only we, way
1: moving forward. Yeah. The,
0: the, back in the era where mm-hmm. silence equals death and we can't afford to not be fearless. Yeah. We're back there, unfortunately, but here we are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but we have our history to draw on. Like right. We already have done so much, you know, like... The way that ACT that dealt with AIDS and um, with the way that people were treated with HIV, like, it was like, really incredible. And it changed the way that the world viewed this disease. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, like, the, the search for uh, acceptance and, and not just tolerance but compassion, it, right. it was really a big deal. I think um, we just have to draw on that, and I look to examples like, you know, Princess Diana was great, or Taylor, these icons who really help that along. So there's so much to draw from from history.
1: Yeah, and that's what we have to do: learn from history and and move forward. Yeah. 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 Now. Margaret, on our show here, we love to ask uh, kind of a fun classic question, uh, which is boxers or briefs. But typically, that works best for you know our, our, our men guests, our male guests. Is there a female version of this? Uh-huh. Is it like is it like thongs or or not? What's the what's uh, the equivalent? Uh, this is the worst no, question.
2: <laughs> uh, thongs or granny panties? Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, underwire, Okay. Or, oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> like under, underwire, push up bra, underwire, or. Yes. Um, bra-less, okay. So I, I'm a. I'm
1: of the bra category. I, I oh. Agree. All natural. Severities. I like it. All oh,
2: natural. Yeah. Free the nipple,
1: honey. Free it, girl. <laughs> Free the nipple. <laughs> all
0: I, but from now on, I'm just going to ask our guests if they prefer granny panties, though, because yeah. that's, per, I want to know. Or thongs? I want to <laughs> know. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong. I
2: like a granny panty, you know? I think it's, <laughs> comfortable <laughs> right exactly <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. it is it is the version of sweats when you're home and you don't want to see anybody that is exactly yeah. what that is so as yeah. on, on the martini lounge because we unlike the radio show that you've been on before we get we get a little crazy on the martini lounge and we love one of our favorite subjects is to talk very openly about sex and you are no stranger to being open about sex, especially on stage and talking about, you know. I mean, you just did that talk show where you talked about sex toys. So what's your favorite yes. thing about sex? I
2: think it's connection and intimacy and how it can be very recreational as well. You know, mm-hmm. it depends on... But what your what your relationship with is with the other other person or other sure. people, you know, <laughs> right, right. These other aspects, you know, like, but it's about freedom and but connection is vital. See? That, right. Is,
0: Has it but, changed for you, uh, from when you were like in your twenties up until now in your life? Has that what sex is changed for you?
2: Oh yeah, um, I think it's now really about intimacy. Uh, mm-hmm. You get older. It gets serious. It gets very real. Yeah. And um, so that's what uh, I love about it, you know, is that Mm -hmm. everything is so important um, and and vital and and beautiful. Yes. You know, um, I love that. Uh, I'm very, I'm very into it.
1: Right. See, I think that's amazing. Margaret, okay. So while we're talking about sex, I I have a fun game. So there's a game that you play where the last movie you've seen describes your sex life. And Jonathan's just happens to be Cheaper by the Dozen. Um, (laughs) True. What what movie title is most telling about your sex life?
2: Willie. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Free Willie. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, <laughs> Inside out. Um, Inside out. <laughs> like,
1: uh... Yeah. Okay, uh, this is uh, this is so my new favorite game. It's, I had no
0: idea that you were going to ask that it's question. A good game. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, go ahead, go ahead and ask your friends. I mean, I, I, I know. Listen, everyone needs to know. Cheaper by the dozen. So he gets. Yep. He, I'm going to cut a bitch later for that, but it, it's <laughs> fine.
0: Um. <laughs> so we talk about, you know, we've been talking about how fearless you are in life. Does anything anymore scare you?
2: No. I mean, I don't think so. I uh I'm pretty accepting of myself and accepting of whatever life is offering me. Um, you know, I think there's no reason to be afraid. It, I i understood now as, as I get older, and especially right. in show business, it's just always be very weird, you know. Uh I, I don't know. I think it's about just security and, and feeling right. good about yourself mm-hmm. and you know, that's the best thing. I I, I, I feel very
0: happy. Ah, oh, see. Right, and right. that's, and a lot of people in, in the industry, that's a hard place for them to find. So I think that's amazing, you know, to find your security, to say, yeah. you know, no, I'm
1: happy with where I am in my yeah, career. I yeah. love that. Well, and even, you know, you Thank mentioned. You.
2: Yeah, it's. Right.
1: yeah you meant you mentioned in your interviews that you know your comedy that comedy really should go too far at least a few times in a set if you're doing it right now for you you know there's nothing safe about comedy you just you just go for it can you expound upon that can you kind of talk to us a little bit more yeah
2: well the, you know the art form demands um risk and then right. if you if you honor that you're doing a good job like it's like you have to get to a point where you don't care about yeah. what people think and what what is said, and and you know that that to me is the absolute tenet of comedy. Like, it, this is for, like where we have total freedom. And then there's a lot of people who get very scared about like, oh, what if something gets out that I said and it's like right. inappropriate, and you know. But then, like to me, it's like you gotta get it's got that's the best thing to yeah. happen if, if it gets out and. You know, you've got to make it um, inappropriate and crazy, and Mm -hmm. that—that's like to me the goal. So, you know, I think um, the yeah, the art form is it. it, You know, it's something that I have been obsessed with that I will always do. Yeah, that I love. Um, But you know, it's it's a tough bitch. Like, she's a bitch. Comedy's a bitch. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. And there's and I think you're right. The the minute. Yeah. The minute you get in your head and you start worrying about, oh, if I do this, this is the repercussion, and this person won't like me, and this does this, I think then you lose it. You lose what the truth of that art form is. But are there certain areas you like to go too far with when you're on stage that you like to push the envelope in these areas because that, you just like to make people think there? Are there areas you like more than others to go too far with?
2: Oh, sexuality for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's major. Um, anything having to do with race.
0: Oh yeah, right. Huge.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Like um, anything that's like very. I mean, you gotta just test it. You gotta try it out. Like you gotta find whatever is is, is something that is, is intense. Whatever, yeah. like personal experience. Um, I talk a lot about suicide. I talk a lot about fear, um, death. Uh, Self destruction. Yeah. These areas are so creatively vital and 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 scary. You yeah. know that they really um, challenge the artist. So that's that's what is best when, when yeah. an artist is, is challenged and head on facing something head on.
0: Well, I keep thinking about recently when you did uh, the song and the video for "I Want to Kill My Rapist," and I was I was kind of shocked at the response that people were like. Oh my God, that's such a, why is that such a crazy thing to say? That's such a true response that many people who have uh, survived that horrible experience, you were just putting into words and saying, listen, I, I thought I forgave you and I don't, and I want to fucking kill my rapist. Why do you think people were like so shocked at that when that is, an, I would think, a very natural place to be?
2: Um, our culture is set up to protect predators and uh reward predators. Um, you know, we live in a very, very unsafe world. Yes. And part of that is the attitudes that people have towards abuse, towards mm-hmm. rape. Um, you know, look at Bill Coffey. 52 yeah. women have come forward right. with the same story, and they all um, have to prove it, you know? Yeah. But isn't that proof that so many women have exactly experience? like experience? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a very... You know, weird thing, and then how it's all silenced now. Like you don't really hear about it at all, or even Donald Trump's aggression towards women. Yes. Right. you right. know, all that—it's rewarded, and so it's a dangerous time. Um, That's what it is. We are set out in a culture to protect the abusers and not the innocent.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and that is so true. We want to blame right. the victim because it makes us feel safer to just act like they're crazy yeah. instead of thinking that that could happen to us. Yeah,
2: it's just, yeah, so that's a major component in my comedy too is like talking about sexual abuse and, and really it makes people very upset. But I, I think that's funny too. Right, I love right. to upset people. Yeah,
1: well, and and spe- <laughs> speaking of being really upset about comedy, uh, you know, Amy Schumer just recently. Got a lot of backlash, mostly from people, you know, from the alt right. But kind of, kind of, a lot of backlash for her Netflix special. First of all, what, what are your thoughts on that? And, and secondly, I mean, have you gotten that much backlash? And how do you deal with it? You know?
2: Um, I don't. I have, but I don't really care. Um, she's great. You know, she's, <laughs> she's really, amazing. Um, yeah. She, yeah, I love her. Uh, my friend, she really. Um, Pushes boundaries and and alarms people. And I think it's because she's a woman. Like, if she was a man, she wouldn't get this much shit for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But she handles it really gracefully. I think she's really great at at dealing with with, with controversy. And, you know, she's very funny about it all the time. So I, I, I love her.
0: See, and I think it's it's fascinating. I do feel like when a woman gets uh, to a certain level, it's like someone out there or some cultural thing feels like, well, we need to smack that person down and keep them under, right, right, right. keep, yeah, keep, yeah, keep yeah. our thumb because, you know, she she had gone so far. You know, women like you in comedy have pushed us so much further than we ever could go, and we need to celebrate that, but it does seem like the backlash is, you're right, harder on these women who are trying to be louder and push us where we need to be. It's just disappointing. Yeah, it's
2: very real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's sad, but you know, it's very real. And she's she's titled it with
0: a qualm. I love her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we love her too. And we have to so speaking to people, now I I remember the very first time I saw you. First of all, me and my friends were obsessed with I'm the one that I want, and we would watch it constantly over and over. And then we, you know, you were coming to Bellingham, Washington, and all. it was like this big pilgrimage for us to see Margaret Cho. <laughs> and so, been obsessed with you forever, and I love that, and I love that you were coming back to Spokane, our neck of the woods. You're going to be on tour again. Uh, this time on June 1st, you're going to come to Spokane. How would you describe this tour?
2: Um, this is like really just talking about Trump and talking about um, oh, the yeah. abusive culture that we live in. Um, the, there's a yeah, definitely a lot about destruction, internalized, their um, internalized pain and suffering, internalized yeah. self hatred, like all the yes. stuff that you need to shed. Yeah. Um, and so there's a a therapeutic element, so <laughs> um, <laughs> the wellness part contingent, um, but uh, it's um, so it's it's all, all about a lot of different things and. Um, A lot of fun, too. So I'm really excited about the show. It's going
0: to be good. It's going to be amazing. And I have to say, eastern side of Washington, of course, is so different than western side in Seattle. So uh, we're a very red side over here, so I'm really excited that you're coming I'm excited uh, for he, the reaction. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. you to talk about the things we need to talk <laughs> about. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because we say it all the time and people, people don't love us about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited that you're Aww. coming to a place where it's needed. I mean, everywhere in this nation, I think it's needed right now. But I love oh, yeah. that you always start those conversations no matter where you are or what you do. And that's part of why I've you know, always been obsessed with you. So I think that's amazing.
1: So thank you for that.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be mm-hmm. awesome. I'm really excited to be there. It oh, will I be I, I know.
1: We'll we'll, we'll be, be sitting there and we'll I, be stalking you from the audience. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Don't and worry it. And I I, it. I love I, it. <laughs> I guarantee you it'll be us two queens and then a lot of other gay men in there right. as well. Why okay, why is that? Why do gay men love you so much, Margaret? I
2: love gay men. I love I love the the culture that we have created, women and gay men together, mm-hmm. and, and lesbians too, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just, um, it, 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 it's not like, it's nothing but and it's also trans women, yeah. it's just this connection that we have, it's soulful, it's uh, familial, yes. uh, familiar, I, I, I'm so grateful for it.
0: Oh, well, I have to say, I think uh, we're all grateful for, for you as an entertainer anyways. And I think, part of, I think part of the reason why I connected so much with your comedy from a very, you know, in my 20s till now is because it's, see, we know, I know I have to be loud. And sometimes you just have to come out of your comfort zone. And to see this woman doing the same thing on such a big level is inspiration, I think, to, to those that don't always feel like their group has a voice. You gave us a voice for decades now. And I think I think marginalized groups are very drawn to that, uh, not only strong people like that, but strong women. They are just to see, to overcome so much gives us hope that we can do the same in our own lives. And I think that's why me as a gay oh, yeah. man is drawn to you. Yeah.
2: Oh. Thank you. Yes, we shall overcome. We because shall.
1: We shall. We shall. We, I love I, it.
0: We can, shall. Let's, we'll lock arms in and walk you,
1: you know, <laughs> do our own little one block parade with you. There you That's go. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Margaret, before That's we let perfect. you go, do you have any parting thoughts for our listeners here at the Martini Lounge?
2: Yeah, uh, I love you. I can't wait to
1: see you. And um, let's let's kill this. We're
0: all. Oh. I'm with you. Let's on it. Let's kill, kill it. this. We're on. Boom. So, Margaret, you are amazing. I yes. cannot wait. June 1st can't get here fast enough, is mm-hmm. all I have to say. Yeah, but, true. Enjoy your tour and your amazing music that you, you continue to explore and be recognized for. Uh, your Anna Nicole song is one of my favorites. <laughs> so, just, <laughs> you know. Oh, thank you. oh, it's beautiful and it's personal. And I, I think it's. And the video is wonderful. So, thank you, Margaret. Wow. And we will see you very soon up here in our, our neck of the woods. Thank I love you. Love you, too. Bye. Have a great day. And that was the legend herself, Margaret Cho. If you've never had a chance to see her perform live, she is a force. I'm not going to lie. I've seen right. her twice live, and, of course, I follow her career anyways. But she is a force to be reckoned with. She is coming uh, up here to Coeur Casino, I believe, on yes. June 1st. Uh, go check her out. She's She is... Uh, I'm looking at my producer. Northern Quest. Northern I think Quest is, she's is coming. coming. She's coming yeah. to Northern Quest Casino June 1st of this year. Mm-hmm. Get your friends. Everybody buy a bunch of tickets and go. And then just look for us because we'll be the screaming queens. Yes, I yeah, know. I'm I know. so excited to see her. Um, it's just going to be a hoop. I have to say, one mm. of the things that she talked about is, as she's gotten older, because first of all, she looks amazing. I can't believe. Oh, my gosh. I anytime know. I look at my age, I'm shocked at my age. But, I mean, that woman looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like what she talked about being basically more comfortable with sex, more mm-hmm. comfortable with life. That At this point, there's not a lot for her to be afraid of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She can be more fearless, even though she always was. Right. She can be right. more fearless because you get more comfortable. And I. Right. I relate more to that. Mm -hmm. I will say, we all know I'm an overthinker, and when it comes to the career, I, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I made it to 40, and so that's a big accomplishment. So listen, the rest of is just cake. And I love cake. So, (laughs) but you do, you get more comfortable, and you accept people more. Right. If you have, I think, if you felt your journey. Right. Yeah. You accept people as they are more because you know what life does. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So it does make things sex. To entertainment, to all of it, just a little more relaxed.
1: Right. Well, mm-hmm. and and I think it's kind of also just being open to sex, like we talk about here. I mean, we're mm-hmm. so open and to talking about it. And Damon comes on and yeah. gives us little tips about it. Yeah. And, and I think that's just the 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 appropriate outlook on it. Is yeah. hey have it for fun, have it for whatever you need. Just just yeah. have that and just be mm-hmm. real. And I love that she says she has found
0: when it comes to the sex part, mm-hmm. she has found that now it is more about the intimacy. It's more about yeah. a connection to right. another human being right. or beings. beings. But mm-hmm. it's more about the actual connection mm-hmm. with it. And now, you know, I'm excited to see first of all this time in our culture is a time to have to talk about Right. Everything and to right. be fearless, I'm excited that she's coming here to talk about the We need it. Terrifying things Honestly. that are going on yeah. in our
1: leadership. Yeah. Terrifying. I you know, I really hope that a lot of people have I don't know if they do season tickets out there at the Northern Quest, but some people buy tickets right. because they don't really know who she is and they're surprised yeah. by this. I want more people I who love aren't necessarily, you know. Prepared for it. <laughs> right? I want it to be like right. a landmine to some it, people. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. If people don't walk out of this, <laughs> right, go out right? of disappointment, I, I right. mean, I'm, come on, right. Margaret. You, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a compliment. And
0: <laughs> it's true. And it's, it's putting things, I mm-hmm. think art, she talks about, you know, obviously comedy is an art form. Right. Is that what I love about art is it's you're able to get under someone's skin right. before they realize that they let you under their skin. Mm-hmm. And that's when mm-hmm. art is good, because it made you think.
1: Right? Like exactly. Oh, exactly. Crap,
0: I didn't want to think about that. And Amy <laughs> Schumer does
1: <laughs> that to, and that's why she has I this backlash. Honestly. I mean she after the election she was so outspoken and open about yeah. it. Yeah. and she already had you know, a lot of people saying, hey, how dare you say that? Right. You have to have respect, or you can't do that. Yeah. And you know what? I think I think we had that conversation. It yeah. could be, and it probably is, because she's a woman.
0: Yeah, that is a big part of it. I mean, yeah. I love that Margaret goes, well, I I get backlash a lot, yeah. but I... Never gave a shit. Right. <laughs> what I find fascinating, yeah. the other thing is media. Listen, we're yeah. in media, we understand it. sometimes we can frame things interesting. Because if you mm-hmm. look at Amy's career, mm-hmm. Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. we're on first name basis. Of course. Uh, Amy Schumer's career, you will notice she actually always has had the haters. Yes. When she did her version of the Beyonce song right. um, uh, formation, formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Goldie Hawn and and all of these great, Joan Kuzak, all of these great older actresses she was trying to give Wanda Sykes was in it trying to give power, empowerment right. to women growing older in Hollywood and how it was okay. And mm-hmm. and she did, they did this this video and the backlash for oh, her yeah. doing that video oh, yeah. was
1: huge. I'm just going to say, she survived it. Beyonce signed off on that. She did. So... And she said it was
0: fine. They even released it on yeah. Beyonce's website before exactly. anywhere else got it. But we wanted to make a deal about mm-hmm. it. We wanted mm-hmm. to make it crazy. And here we are again and everybody's acting like, this is my favorite thing. All of these uh, news organizations who have called her out before on things are acting like this is the She was America's sweetheart. Oh, my God. And this is the first time we've yeah. ever seen her do such horrible... You know, right. in our right, face, right, right, right. we're offended. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Amy was doing exactly what she's doing. She was being funny. Mm-hmm. She was talking about what she wanted to talk about. Yeah. And she wasn't playing by oh. your
1: rules. Exactly. And honestly, it... Um, <clears throat> yeah i just think it's, a, it's i think that's what pisses them off exactly is she's not paint playing by their rules mm-hmm.
0: and so because of that and she's
1: doing it in a funny way too yeah she mixes the comedy with the politics well and
0: she talks in this new special the leather special which is her special on netflix mm-hmm. she talks about how every all the big male comedians all have a leather special <laughs> basically right. it's right. just a, a special they have where they you know eddie murphy's famous leather Mm -hmm. suit that he wore Mm -hmm. they have these things where they do the leather and so she's doing that as a woman i'm gonna have my leather special right so listen i think that i think you are right when you call it and say it's mostly from a certain group of people who don't like her her thoughts
1: and her her political right because there's no other reason for you to be offended by it no or to think to, to say that it's well, such and garbage it or, it or the, whatever. And yeah, take it to it's the level that level. she's getting. Yep.
0: Margaret Cho has done this her entire mm-hmm. career. She did this way back. Uh, that's what the Broadway show I'm the One That I Want was about was her, her not playing by mm-hmm. the studio's rules right. when she did All American right. Girl, which was her. She was an executive producer, but really that was entitled only because they wanted to change her to make her not too ethnic. We can't right. have you be right. too Asian, but we need you just Asian enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was all of these rules that exactly. were just, she was exactly. young, and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's she's going She's crying, and they're putting makeup over her tears. And so she has always yeah. decided, she's always been a fighter. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get out there and say all the shit you need to hear. Mm-hmm. She has fought for mm-hmm. uh, the gay community from Day one, Love and that. has Love never, that. and yeah. has been fearless in. You know, she likes to say she was raised by drag queens, mm-hmm. so she was fearless in that. And I think those women in comedy are the ones that are making the biggest uh, waves. Look at Joan, her comedy mother, Joan Rivers, yeah. J.R. Yeah. Back J- in the day so when you weren't supposed to be, right. you're the housewife. You're yes. not, you're supposed to be beautiful. You're supposed to be classically beautiful and all of these things. And she came out and said, this is me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you my jokes. And mm-hmm. she made a whole career on not playing by anybody's rules. Right. But we get afraid of that. It oh, makes yeah. us uncomfortable. We need you to be safe. Be in that and box. sterilized. I have to and, put you in a yeah, box. Yeah. We are not good at that either. Mm-mm. So, which no. is why we do really good. But anyways, every week we try to bring you... The amazing uh, guests that we are able to to bring on the Martini Lounge. You want to come in, have mm-hmm. a drink with you who are listening, and us in uh, right. in the lounge, and just talk about real shit.
1: Sex, life, yeah. politics. Shit. The boxers or briefs, or I guess yeah. thongs and granny thongs panties? or granny panties, <laughs> underwire <laughs> bras, or the full yeah, yeah I mean, or or push up. or free the nipple. I mean whatever, yeah, I know. whatever. Margaret frees the nipple. She her okay. nipple is free and really quick runs wild <laughs> bitch okay. I did not so
0: we tried <laughs> I to sent put you questions the questions and I love it like you what <laughs> so this is the game I want everybody who's <laughs> listening to play
1: yeah Margaret
0: Cho just played it and yeah. I think she thought that was pretty funny
1: yeah what is the game again? Tell it's me. whatever what movie you saw last that describes your sex life, Jonathan. <laughs> what was the actual movie you saw last? Because I'm sure it's I not love, cheaper by the dozen. I love <laughs> cheaper by the dozen. I think that's yeah, my my amazing. personal favorite is 127 hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> me
0: too. It's kind of. You goes. need yeah. a lot of lube where that hurt. That's going to yeah. be chafing. That's chafing. Well, okay. <laughs> listen. 127 hours. I don't even remember the last... That's my sex life. I don't remember I the don't last remember. movie yeah. I I don't remember yeah. the last movie I saw. I want to say it was... And this is true. Yeah. I want to say it's, it's a Netflix original. I think it's called Take 10. Take 10? Okay. <laughs> all right. That's you. Which yeah. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Cheaper by the Dozen or Take 10 yeah. or both.
1: Or both. Or there both. you go. What yeah. was the last movie you saw? You know, honestly, this one doesn't even work, but it, it was accidentally at oh. the gym. I was running and they had Pirates of the Caribbean on. So that was it. <laughs> oh. At World's End. And I was like, all right. But Pirate. Oh. P- but pirate, there, there you go.
0: You go. <laughs> pirates of the Caribbean. So, yeah, so. what I'm saying is, that's like a crystal ball. You're going to be taking a Caribbean vacation Hopefully and pirates. being by a pirate. A pirate, yeah. There I, you go. I'm sorry, plural. Pirates. Oh, out yeah, know, so. the whole crew. So right. Oh, that's mine. Excuse me. Thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. It's an <laughs> actual fun game. It's even more fun if you have a cocktail in your hand. Uh-huh. So get that and just go have fun. And remember, yes. like Margaret said, just be fearless. Be fo- be there's you. nothing. It, you. The only things. Hey, the only thing to fear it's is fear itself. Right. You're welcome. Wisdom yeah, from the right. Martini <laughs> Lounge. So join us every week as we have a ton of fun with uh, all of the great artists that we bring on here. And I can't wait for next week. Bye, bitch. Yeah, bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by...
1: Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads
0: and don't forget
1: you can display your business right here
0: the martini lounge can be found on facebook instagram and twitter under jonathan and sergey
1: and also our website jonathanandsergey.com
0: until next time all you cool cats